Hi, and welcome back to No Improvement, a sort of funny talk show that explores the vast, untapped potential of TV shows, books, films, and more. I'm Tia. I'm Flonia. And today we are talking about Whole Metal Girls, which was very recently released, like last Tuesday, I want to yep. say. Yep, yep, Um, And we are very excited to talk about it and also talk to the author a little later uh, into the podcast. So uh, definitely keep listening for that. But for now, we're just going to talk about the books generally and uh, review the story and what we thought of it, et cetera, et cetera, our usual thing. Yeah. So um, we've read Emily Skretsky's um, previous books. We've done podcast episodes on them. So check those out. But so um, you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> Already. Whereas those were like sci-fi in the water, like pirates. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. space marines. I don't, I don't exactly space know what to term. Cyborg, <laughs> cyborg space marines. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, because when I, early on, I was like, based on what's happening, I'm saying she's joining the space marines, and then you find out like what it's actually called and what it entails, and I was like, that's more horrifying. But basically, you're space like, no, marines. Space marines. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it Just, not horrifying. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, because yeah, there's some there's some body horrifying. horror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was true. The Marines do not go through that. I'm pretty when sure. When she says, like, in the very first chapter, our main char- one of our main characters, Aisha, is, like, telling her little sister, she's like, you'll see me soon, but I'll be taller. I was like, then it will be soon, because you'll have grown up. And then I was like, oh, no. <laughs> nope. That's not what she meant by taller. <laughs> she, meant, she meant literally and, like, quickly. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, Giant, giant robot stuff. Yeah, so basically what happens in this world, well, okay, humans, uh, the solar system has become rather useless, so uh, humans boarded spaceships, like, and this was like 300 years ago, so we've been in space for a long time, um, and we're on like a series of large ships, and Aisha's on like one of the most, or the most maybe, like impoverished yeah, uh, it's the ship. seventh district. So the I district think that's 12 the crappiest of one. <laughs> yeah, except for the plague ship, which I assume is the worst ship. Yeah, because everyone's dying. Yeah, and yeah, there's like prison true. ones. So the well, worst ones of the people okay. where people live, <laughs> basically. Yes. Yeah, there are worse ones, but this is the worst one that and is not supposed to be that bad. <laughs> and speaking of the plague ship, uh, she's going to join the Space Marines, the uh, Scala. Scala? Scala? Don't know how. Let's go with Scala? that. Uh, <laughs> because her little brother has the Space Plague. Uh, yes. I forget what they call it. The Wasting? Wasting of, Fever. Like, the Plague. Um, the Plague, yes. <laughs> he, he has the Plague, which and, uh, she has is like another, the big space disease. Yeah, she has another little sister. And she's like, I need to to provide for this family. So she leaves them with her aunt, who runs an orphanage. And like, she kind of doesn't trust. Yeah, but she's like, like I've seen you once, but I don't have options. So yeah, I've seen you once, and the last time I saw you, my mom said we're never speaking to her again. <laughs> so <laughs> this is Sounds a weird vibe. <laughs> like it's gonna go great. Um, um yes. <laughs> And but, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, spoilers. But uh, um, yeah, she joins the the scale, <laughs> which involves having basically a sort of like living AI kind of like it's it's not like another person in your yeah. head, but it has like a sort of uh, artificial intelligence like 
like consciousness light. Uh, it's sort of just like an order following um, device, but it involves having that thing like attached to your spine and your brain. And most yeah. people do not survive and get crunched into little pieces. Yeah, it basically like <laughs> takes over your body where you have to work with it or it won't do things and your um, like basic functions can be overridden by it. Like they can't cry mm -hmm. anymore. Aisha keeps wanting to throw up in the um, transporters, which I was like, yeah, that would, that would be me. Just like, <laughs> we haven't even left like the port and just being like, oh, no, it's happening. And the exo is like, not on my fucking watch, uh, <laughs> which honestly, that part's handy. Would like. But um, the crying part, because eh, the um, exoskeleton really wants the human to like not act like a human and to just be one with it. And just be yeah. accept its orders. <laughs> Welcome to your robot life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Welcome. they have like weird robot smiles now. Um, and uh, it, it's just generally a fun time. They're all seven feet tall now because uh, to after the exoskeleton gets accepted, they elongate them, which I was like, need more information on how that works with the leg. But you Maybe know, it's like. Um those like moon not like moon shoes but you know those like things that look sort of like someone has strapped two archers bows to like their legs and Ooh. it like makes them stand taller <laughs> yes i imagine it like that the whole time because when they describe like the stride um i guess i was sort of imagining the kind of outfits that actors who play like weird creatures and movies Ooh. will wear I was just sort of imagining that, but less, like, magical and more uh, robot murder murder. <laughs> like the guy in the um, Velociraptor suit, but uh, yes. robot. <laughs> yes, just like that. I don't <laughs> know why that's my go-to. <laughs> I don't know, but that is one of my new improvements. Um, I'm just going to jump to right now and say that they all wear Velociraptor suits. That's my improvement. Okay. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> or when people are in, like, fursuits and they have those fake health oh, things. That are like the arches, so like you're standing on the balls of your feet and like the arch. <laughs> so it looks like a hoof. Okay. Like that. Second improvement. <laughs> they're all they're furries. All furries. <laughs> they're battle furries. I mean, kind of cool. That would be amazing. <laughs> also, it would really work with the like everyone's mildly terrified of them because it would be so threatening to see like metal furries just that don't have expressions just walking down the street <laughs> it's just sort of like uh robot werewolves Ooh. Um, a little bit which yeah. you know now i'm just like thinking about all the fun things that could exist in this world but that we are foolishly not investing in <laughs> i was like if if this is a video game i'm just imagining all the terrible mods you could make to like install over mm. it of like yes like the, the train oh. dragons in skyrim yes very good very oh. good <laughs> um, but anyway <laughs> glad so, this has been a fun detour we should probably get into our, yeah. our second main character who is um, yes. one of our two point of views for the chapters who we kind of flip between it's Aisha mm -hmm. and Key who mm -hmm. doesn't remember anything yeah she's just like I had parents and I was from the super rich district so I must be super rich here I am <laughs> In a <laughs> robot like everything suit. else. Yeah, she was mystery. like, she can't remember why she's in the uh, Skela suit. 
and uh, she's like, I feel like I should remember. Like, if I was super rich and had a great time, uh, why, why would, would I do I this, do this? <laughs> yeah. to myself? Uh, which is an excellent question and one that gets answered, but um, not for a bit. So no. keep the, the mystery going. Yeah, um, and there's some indication from, like, the doctor who's setting her up that he knows but he like can't something, tell. yeah, he knows something about her mask, and it's dark and tragic. Yeah, and <laughs> with many bad stories. <laughs> and we, uh, we also start to learn that there's like sort of two main, like there's like a big political conflict, uh, which is just like a, a sort of small but fierce rebellion um, of people who believe that the ships should all separate to look for planets because it'll speed up the process of finding planets. Um, and then, like, the actual government who's run by the chancellor, um, and they're like, no, that's dumb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we refuse to do that. Yeah, there's kind of a couple of uh, plot lines that are coexisting, and, like, until they all intertwine later on, you kind of have, like, huh, these factioners seem like they're going to be uh, up to something at some mm-hmm. point. And you have um, this group because... Um, Aisha and Key meet up relatively quickly and they get placed in a group of four with um, mm. Wooj and... Uh, Brava. Pra- yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't remember names. <laughs> and um, they get placed in like a four-way brain meld where mm-hmm. they all have to share thoughts with each other. Um, and also movement because they're supposed to like run in sync and everything. Mm-hmm. They're robots. Yeah, basically. <laughs> basically. It's just like... If, like, grand scheme, uh, like, in battle, it works because the robots can kind of just be, like, you just give yourself over to the robots and the robots can work mm-hmm. with all the other robots and just be very effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not great if you're the person because a lot of people have a... Well, a lot of people die having the spine thing melded and... Um, yeah, it, it only seems to work on people who are a bit younger and presumably, like, fit. Yeah, and um, strong, yeah, strong will. Like one of the first stories uh, when they show up at the training place is this guy who's Big Bob, who is like, he was placed in the four way meld and immediately took over the three other people. Disappointed that we never met him, actually. (laughs) I just realized. Well, did they say what happened to him? They were like, oh, yeah, he's, oh, no, they said he, they placed him with um, stronger world people so he couldn't take them over again. Yeah. I was like, that guy seems like a dick. Uh, it sort of seems like that is not someone who should have the power of this <laughs> suit. But I suppose the suit is also sort of a prison because yeah. they sort of are not in full control of their bodies. But, but maybe in the future we could see Big Bob. I feel like he would be a good villain. I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, this whole coming? thing seems kind of terrible. Like they start mind melting and are just like immediately like, oh, great. You think about your fucking brother and sister all the time. Wonderful. Love it. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like, oh, Key, you have no memory of anything. Okay, we won't talk about it, but we all know. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of awkward. Um, and, like, Woosh has, like, maybe brain damage, um, yeah. which causes him to not be able to connect to... Well, brain damage from when he had the exoskeleton attached to him. Yeah, and so it doesn't totally every once yeah, in a which while. Which is so nerve-wracking every single time. Every time I'm like, this is it. He's gonna I die. Know. And he makes it. Like yeah, that lucky he keeps bastard. not dying. I was like, okay. 
Like, I was expecting the first time it happened to be like, ah, he's going to be the first one of this team to die. I was like, he's the first to go. (laughs) (laughs) But he... Uh yeah, he's he's tougher than maybe we gave him credit for. Yeah, also and he and uh Prava it like immediately have sex. Like very quickly. <laughs> I was like, Oh, we didn't even like this was like the first day of bonding. They they got like their day <laughs> off and they were just like, Well, there's nothing else to do. <laughs> like everyone's scared of us and uh we have weird bodies now. Time to explore those. <laughs> <laughs> and they also that that like leads into the scene where they're all like, it is time to announce our identity which I was like this is kind of weird but also I feel like this is me every time I integrate a new group of youths where we're all like hi I'm bi hi I'm I'm whatever uh and I'm just like okay yep seems legit this is how every group (laughs) announces itself um you find out a little earlier that Prava um is trans when during the Mm -hmm. mind meld which I know looking at Goodreads some people had issue with that because they're really? like they yeah because they were saying it was she was um like exposed without her consent but i was like uh, she seems pretty cool with it and it was uh, a general everyone's having everything exposed to everybody yeah i feel so. like she probably knew that was gonna happen yeah. going you know well it's even sort of like once you join this squad you're like the main girl had to give up her basically her religion and like yeah just like you have to give up everything well also um, like it's it's kind of treated um with this kind of like nonchalant like it's just like which is a scar in his palm and also you're trans cool we've all learned something <laughs> about each other now so it's yeah. not i didn't know i didn't feel like it, it's one of those things where it is just like that's just how it is <laughs> Yeah, like it's, it's not treated of, um, any bad way or anything. I was kind of impressed. No. I was like, even on this shitty space colony, you have access to hormones. Good it on does you. Seem like, like, God, wouldn't you hope that three hundred years in advance we would be over, <laughs> like, being weird about that by yeah. now? Like, Especially oh in my like, God, we're, we're so. stuck on like seven ships. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's like we don't have. To- time to like like everyone is trying to survive we do not have time to like bully people like let's just try to make it uh yeah find our planet let's go (laughs) yeah but this is uh one of the areas where it's like you get your representation so aisha's arrow ace i have the page open so i can read everyone's everyone's (laughs) like wujin's pan prava's trans and hetero and uh key is doesn't does know not, because her memory is gone. Yeah, she's like, <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, I think based on the things, you can assume she's like, at least cool. into men. Yeah. <laughs> because she's... she was into a man. Yeah. <laughs> so there's at least that. But yeah, it's one of those things of like, well, that was slightly embarrassing for everybody. And now we're friends. Uh... <laughs> no, it's all just move past it. <laughs> <laughs> like, as long do. as we don't have to. Th- you guys don't have sex while we're mind connected we're probably gonna be fine although uh, i wonder if they were mind connected Ooh, when, weird right that oh, would be yeah. pretty weird oh i also <laughs> that was probably uh, one of the things they were trying to test uh i, w- I was also thinking about uh, sort of on this topic the scene where um i think it's aisha is like becomes very or someone becomes very upset about the fact that they're like a robot now, basically like their body has been like changed in this way yeah. um, because of extreme circumstances, really. It was like, sure, they agreed to it, but like no one 
you know, agrees to it like, yay. <laughs> and in one case, some one of the characters did not even agree to it. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then Prava is like, seems to be she seems to handle it the best and like uh, understands sort of what she can do to help her teammate in this. I just really like Prava. Oh, yeah. She has a yeah. The moment where she's talking about her dysphoria with her own body and she's like, this is what my sister used to do to me. And she kind of tries to pat her on the back and then realizes she has the exoskeleton. So she goes she's for like, the shoulder. Ah, yeah, you're metal. So she goes for the shoulder. And, and um, I think it's um, Aisha she is like, this is nice. Thank you. And then like yeah. immediately after that, there's like an action scene. So it, it's one of those like, Okay, nice tender moment. Fight! But, um... <laughs> There's no it, time. <laughs> it is nice. And I do like um, when it switches to Key. He's like, ah, oh, goddammit, emotions are happening on that side. You people, yeah, like, shut up! <laughs> I don't have emotions because I can't remember things to be emotional <laughs> about. <laughs> just, like, nonstop talking at her. And she's like, okay, nonstop talking is fine as long as it distracts me from people feeling things. Oh, it's, it's like it's, relatable. It's um, but yeah, <laughs> oh. they um, I think this is relatively early on. They mm -hmm. get placed on that mission to the planet during the um, anniversary of their launching, which is 301 years. The ship. Yes. There you go. <laughs> what you said. And yes. <laughs> they're um, watching the, the celebrations and uh, they notice a bunch of protesters <laughs> I think I don't know what it is I feel like in 90% of sci-fi things you have to be like don't trust the government <laughs> the government's never right in these situations so like when yeah. that happened I was like it's interesting that we're on the side of people working for the government against protesters or are we like we need to leave split up um and they want to beat the shit out of them, but then uh, they get, like, an order that's like, you are untrained, you will kill them. You need to not <laughs> go in. Uh, it's like, like that you don't sounds, know your strength. That sounds fair. <laughs> um, yeah. And it does slowly turn, but it, it does uh, turn into a thing of, like, once you find out more about every side, every side is kind of awful. Yeah. Um, it no reminds me uh, of, of, like, the Mockingjay, the third Hunger Games book where you sort of, like, get into the politics of the dystopian world, and yeah. it's just like, ah, everybody sucks. Everybody <laughs> sucks. Like, some people have, like, slightly better ideas than other people, but the people in charge tend to suck because, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's, it's a tough world. If you have to fight to the top ranks of, of anything, you're probably not uh, going to be, like, the most... Uh, compassionate person ever maybe maybe there's an exception to this rule but uh, we don't really see it here because both of the leaders of both sides who we sort of uh, slowly meet um, are not the nicest people <laughs> um, yeah and I guess that scene with the protesters sort of our first introduction to the idea that they are really not in control of their bodies anymore um, and that becomes sort of like a constant, like fear that you know, like at, you, even if you, they were to like resist or something, like that could easily be stopped. And and free will is not worth fighting for because you don't have it. 
Yeah, I do think the scene with the protesters was interesting. If that you only, uh, it's one of the first scenes where you see the difference between the like the newly formed scala and the trained mm-hmm. ones because you get these kind of cooler hair. Yeah, <laughs> they call them fuzz heads because they shave their head. It's very cute. Um, but uh, you get hints earlier on, like when they're first running around the track, they fall over when the chancellor's looking at them and. <laughs> I think it's Key's point of view. Key's like, we failed. It's like, (laughs) cool it. Uh, Like, we're good. We're good. Um, But uh, it is one of the things where um, you're like, oh, yeah, shit. They uh, have the power of a giant robot person. And they should probably not be yanking around regular humans. (laughs) Because they'll, like, just rip their arms out of their sockets. Which... yeah. I don't know. It's, it's it was one good. of the places where I I realized they were calling like the regular people humans, and I was like, "Ooh, ooh, that's not a good sign." <laughs> like I realized <laughs> you're like a giant robot person now, but you're not even like thinking of yourself as any sort of human. That's yeah. hmm, hmm. Okay, that's not yeah. healthy. Y'all should go to therapy. <laughs> as we as can't always, because there there's no robot therapy. <laughs> there should be. Um. Their shit. Their mental I guess, health like, is just as important. I guess, like they, the idea is that the robot will take away the need <laughs> for these these other things. Um, but yeah, we definitely see emotions flaring up a lot with these characters. Yeah, and uh, uh, who is it? Prava has her moment when with the they, second encounter with the uh, factionists. Yes, so they go to a ship where factionists have supposedly started, like, protesting or something, and it's, like, much more chaotic than they thought. And plus, it's the ship that Prava's beloved sister is on, um, working on a cure for the uh, waste-wasting fever. Yeah. So Prava is just like, must track down sister. And (laughs) since they're all linked together, they're all like, must track down Prava's sister. But why is this happening? Oh my god, Prava took over our bodies. (laughs) Yeah, like he tries to like break out of it and is just like, what the fuck? And then immediately is just like, nope. Prava's got it. Y'all are are coming along for the ride. And she kind of just launches them into the middle of a street. Like they climb up a thing and then they're in the middle of the protest. Which is, I was like, ooh. Yeah, this could have bad, been thought out. Um, bad, bad directions there. Bad directions. <laughs> uh, and then they have um, they encounter protesters with these stun sticks, which I was like, oh yeah, okay. So uh, regular, yeah. like you can't punch them really, but uh, you can electrocute them, which seems bad, uh, and it is. <laughs> but um, yeah, and also um, the stun sticks can they affect uh, the scala? I think so because when it said they could when yeah. it happens later on they have to like rebuild the metal part or reshape it at least as well mm. as like rebuild the, the muscle part so it really fucks you up like it's not just yeah, ele- so it's like, like, like it's a lot of electrocution yeah and the rebellion is not completely defenseless against these cyborgs yeah um, um the big but... thing that happens here uh and mm-hmm. I feel like this is our last big like do not listen if you don't want Oh, oh, yeah. Big part We're going of the plot spoiler, sure. spoiled, but um, the ship uh, opens its vents, uh, and a lot of people die because there's no air. And um, its key has this moment of realization that um, because there's camera crew that came from the first district and they're wearing breech suits, which you wear when there's um, open no air. Ac- op- yeah, when there's no air. So 
because of the time it would have taken them to come here, she knows that they must have come with those already. Like, so they knew it was going to happen. So she's like, the government is behind this, uh, which they are. Mm. Um, but it's one of the first <laughs> hints where I was like, oh, okay. Because, um, wait, at this point, Aisha's already been uh, gotten by her aunt, right? Did we imagine that? Uh, I, I think, think so. Because I remember being like, oh, great. So they won't have to fight each other because they're both on the same side now. Right. But no, <laughs> they two are too, they're too stubborn. Yeah. They <laughs> to, fight to anyway. Together. But the short version of Aisha's subplot is her aunt is also working for the fractionist and she's basically holding her little sister and little brother hostage for her to bring her information from the headship, which only really the Skewa um, are on, and then like a couple human people, but who don't have access mm -hmm. to the kind of information they do. So they're both technically working for the fraction, uh, the mm -hmm. fractioners, but um, not uh, Aisha's doing it unwillingly. So when Key's like, we can do yeah. it together, she's like, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she is, she is not uh, as into it. And, and Key has a weird. I mean, we get a little, we got a little hint earlier that there was someone from the first district who was a part of the fraction, fractionist rebellion. And I immediately was like, it's key. <laughs> <laughs> and it was key. And, and I felt like there were a few times where I was like, realize, <laughs> but she did not realize. And I was like, okay, fine. We're not realizing yet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize shit. Like when they revealed that, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I just remembered because I was when I was reading the beginning, I just like that part where they like very offhandedly mention it. I just like happened to be reading very carefully when I crossed that line and I was like, <gasps> like circle highlight. <laughs> and then the second they were like, she doesn't remember anything. I was like, it's her. <laughs> I was like, she must have committed a crime. But for some reason, my brain like really didn't connect shit until it was like explicitly like this is what she did. I was like, oh, Oh, that makes sense. Well, I think that's it. That's good because it goes to show that like <laughs> it wasn't a totally like impossible, shocking reveal, but it also wasn't completely obvious. Yeah, um, which is hard to pull off. Yeah, the balance of. Uh, and it the the whole thing of like you're like okay, well, two of them are on the same side technically, if not like actually working together. But what about the two other ones? And then you have this moment where they're sent to a planet to train. An alpha mm -hmm. planet, which means it's one that's, like, almost good for colonization. Like, it's almost habitable. Mm -hmm. uh, and they're told, like, wear these masks. If you're where you wear it, take it yeah, off for one no minute, oxygen. you pass out. Uh, and, and then you die. <laughs> yeah. Woosh falls off a cliff, and he lives. This was, like, strike number three on Woosh. How are you still alive? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. I thought he was surely going to die And they moment. find him, I and his mask is that. fucked up, and he he's still breathing. And they're like, well... Yes, it's breathable, and they all just <laughs> like, take the their water's masks off. fine, guys. <laughs> yeah, like he being like, he's not the first one who's gonna fucking breathe this planet air. He's not gonna be the only one. So she immediately takes her mask off, and it's like, well, you don't know if there's microbes. Come yeah, on, guys. May <laughs> and maybe like it would be funny if um something that he had endured in his lifetime would somehow like make him <laughs> immune to something, but the yeah. rest of them aren't. <laughs> like he had the mumps, and it made him <laughs> breathable. <laughs> On this planet. <laughs> that Space would be mumps. pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. No, it's one you of those. You never know. <laughs> this is a plot point in Alien um, Prometheus that pissed me off to no end. But for some reason, when it happened in this Space one, mumps. I was like, 
that's fine. No, when they're like in a cave and they're like, I'm reading the oxygen levels. They're really good. And then they just take all take their helmets off. And I was like, you don't know what's on this fucking planet. Put them back on. (laughs) We're like, mistake. But the difference Um, is that this is not searching this planet was not this whole book's like theme. Yeah. And it was for that movie. So that movie's dumb. (laughs) I accept it in this book. Yeah, in in this book, they pretty much, after they have this discovery, they have to leave the planet, and they get told to, like, well, don't tell anyone about it. No, they move, yeah, they get moved to, like, the prison ship, the nice prison ship, Uh, and and basically, yeah, they meet the chancellor, who's like, well, I'm installing these blocker things in your brain, because y'all can't, you're you're under arrest, basically, Uh, you all suck. Also, key... (laughs) You don't want to know what you did in the past, Key. And Key immediately runs out of this meeting to find the uh, boy from her dreams who she's like, you know something about my past. Tell me. I think it's funny that you describe him as the boy from her dreams. The boy from her dreams. Uh, yeah, she keeps she keeps kind of referring to him. So she's like, was I in love with him? And it's like, I don't know. He, like, he kind of seems like tell. he's haunting you. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't know. I would be like, did I kill this person? Not like, is he my long lost lover? But mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Maybe she's like, I like his face. I probably yeah, love him. Yeah, she's like, I sense <laughs> that <laughs> um, this could have happened. <laughs> she has like, and it did. She has a freak out because she starts getting her memories back, where it's revealed that she was Archangel, uh, um, basically a propaganda tool. Although um, it's first said as like figurehead, and then she's like, oh no, they were using me. Like she, yeah. she comes to this realization, but because um, she is like a young girl from district, like the first district. Yeah, like of course they're using you. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Especially the description um, when they they first have that is like she's wearing like a a nice cute little like outfit a, and like red yeah, lipstick. Like a costume, and I was like, basically. ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, like this is this is slightly suspicious. Um, but basically. <laughs> Everyone on the team is on the same page. They're all like, these people are bullshit. They're hiding the fact that there's um, a habitable planet because they're like, oh, but if we tell everyone, they'll freak out and kill everyone. And they're like, that's dumb. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> but turns out that wasn't such a uh, an untrue warning. <laughs> yeah, I was like, mm, that does kind of make sense. But also, like, what are you going to do? Never tell them? Both of your plans are dumb. Third option, please. But uh, they go for they go for uh, the 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 first option, which was uh, tell anyone every way, and they all get together with um, Zare like and a good idea that guy at the time. The guy who lives yeah. in the control room, whose name I can't remember, um, uh, Lopez. Yes, uh, and they they're like, okay, we need to get to uh, Aisha's aunt and give them this information about where this planet is, and they're like, mm-hmm. there is one way to do this, and it's jump in space yeah that was pretty exciting always a good moment in a sci-fi thing because space is terrifying and if you're just randomly floating through it even more terrifying yeah and this was like the fourth time that i was like we were just gonna die (laughs) he came so close he like kept fucking up like there's a moment where he's like my ship and he turns around and like smashes into brava and they like bounce off each other and then they make like a monkey chain with their harpoons, their magnetic harpoons, and like kind of all just slam into the ship, and I'm like, that, all right, 
You all survived <laughs> despite the greatest odds being against despite, you. Despite, oh my God, that was so nerve wracking. <laughs> yeah, and it happens again later. And every single time it happens, I'm like, oh God, space. Uh, <laughs> space is scary. Um, but yeah, it they is. basically, they, they meet her aunt. And it's one of those moments where you're like, yay, the rebellion. But also, Aisha's aunt is a fucking crazy person. And uh, yeah. it's like, we're going to get revenge. And you're like, oh, that doesn't sound good. Can we not just go to the planet? And she's like, no, we're going <laughs> to we're going to kill some people. And it's like, oh, hmm. she, okay. she's also like um, her her argument is that like for the politics of it, I think like if they make it seem as though the people in charge um, did this horrible, brutal venting of um the ship that they're they're all currently on um then it'll turn more people into like the into favoring the rebellion which is um, even though the rebellion true. is the one killing everyone it's technically <laughs> true but also it doesn't mean you should do it it's the cool motive yeah. still murder thing uh, yeah which um Wooj says basically <laughs> yeah like he all he says almost that exact line but just in different words yeah <laughs> We can't all speak like, in Brooklyn Nine Nine quotes, but yes. Uh, yes. And there's there's more space jumping. Uh, Aisha's and sister. Aisha's sister dies. Yeah, which was very dramatic actually, because the whole book she's so focused on the little brother who has the plague um, that yeah. she kind of isn't even concerned with the sister. Although she gets real pissed when she comes back and realizes that um, her aunt's been sending her to work in yeah. the dye plant factory. Because that Which is how her mom you. got sick and died, or something. Right? She she or no, got, they got sick, trampled. but they got trampled. So. <laughs> oh god, it was so like Lion King. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> yeah, uh, very tragic. Yeah, and she um Key finds her like holding her dead sister's body, and I was like, oh god, ah. <laughs> and Key is like, that's cool. <laughs> we need to go <laughs> <Just> now. <laughs> um. But yeah, so they do end up carrying out uh, Yasmin, who is uh, Aisha's aunt. They carry out her plan, um, but some stuff goes wrong. A bunch more people, including a bunch of children, die who were not supposed to have died. Which Yasmin and, does seem like actually freaked out about. Yeah, she didn't really yeah, mean she to kill didn't. that many people. No, she just wanted to like kill you a know, little natural. Bit. <laughs> yeah, just like let the slow ones. <laughs> die it will it really hurt anyone in the long run if the slow ones die it's like yes yasmin it's not a good idea stop like this um, is this is bad all around uh but it ends and it was the, the, the final confrontation was so quick i was like really close to the end of the book and i was like how are we gonna wrap this up and then it it worked it all worked out uh but i was like ah like the yeah, there's the whole they, thing with the uh, chancellor. It turns out the blockers they put in so that they can work together actually worked because they blocked the chancellor, so they're autonomous. Um, mm. They break. Wait, Aisha, Jokes on you, Aisha chancellor. Breaks her aunt's wrist, which makes her feel better. And I was like, okay, let out your rage, <laughs> however you want. It, it does seem like that was sort of uh, a suitable punishment. Like it's like it's not like Yasmin deserve to also die because that's sort of unproductive if like yeah. everyone dies and like she was not blatantly evil but like a little broken wrist that's, yeah it's like also a slap, it, a slap on the wrist it turns her into a <laughs> martyr too and um she does eventually like help them by uh wrestling the control thing away from the chancellor so it all works out mm -hmm. uh and then they it uh it kind of 
It like jump cuts to them on Earth. And I was like, oh. Not Earth. Not Earth. <laughs> Alpha 37. <laughs> which is, they were describing as like cratered and covered in moss. And I was like, I don't, okay, habitable though. <laughs> like there's air. Like maybe a very early, a young planet. Yeah. Like you guys got seeds or something. <laughs> yeah. And like there, it's weird. I mean, they have meat on the really nice ship. So I assume that they, they've like maintained like agriculture and farming yeah. practices. Um, but it also made me realize that like, ah, like we're the invading alien species in this, in this scenario. Okay. So like while I was reading, I kept trying to figure out what sci-fi thing it was reminding me most of, but that comment actually just made me add another one to it and it's not actually sci-fi but interesting so my list right now of like the mm-hmm. three movies you put in a blender to get this book mm-hmm. is wally oh true the 100 which is a tv show so yeah but mm, uh and snowpiercer snowpiercer is the one that I've not i just seen thought that of either. it it's so God fucked damn. up it's it's basically like the people who live in like the nice front part of the train have like sushi and like nice meat Ooh. and stuff and the people who live in the back eat uh chewed up jellied bugs um <laughs> also it has chris evans and the guy who played billy elliot so you know oh fun interesting yeah the it, it's real weird ass movie uh very depressing but this is like the good version. <laughs> it's like space version where space it has version a happy of ending. that with like a bit of the one hundred and then the ending of Wally. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty Which nice. Every every movie should be, and it's also funny because I was thinking <laughs> of um, Edge of the Abyss with the the short that mm-hmm. plays in front of The Incredibles, which is about a uh, bow. Bow dumpling. Oh, that oh my god! Becomes I totally sentient. forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> I have not seen that either. I'm very behind on participating in the cultural landscape. <laughs> it freaked out white people apparently, so I'm like very excited. Oh yeah, it was great. Yeah. Like, it's also some pretty happening? good, uh, pretty good memes about uh, the mom uh, caressing a, a box of Easy Mac to help help people understand. <laughs> Like this may um, help. Uh, also, the, uh, the the this is a real sidetrack, but <laughs> the uh, the animator uh, director for that short uh, posted her mom's recipe, so that's wow. online. Uh, I realized that's I can't new. do it because I don't have a basket to steam them in. But mm. one day, Amazon. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, did you have any? I think we pretty much talked about the entirety of the book. Yeah. Do you have any improvements? Well, because apart from I the had furry ones, because I'm like, <laughs> that's not going to be topped. That's just amazing. <laughs> Those were pretty good. Those yeah. were uh, top notch. Yes. Uh, yeah, you go with some of yours and I'll see if I can think of, uh, okay, dredge, okay. dredge my mind of the furries. Okay. I Well, one of them was I started imagining what if they had landed on Alpha 37 and they're like it's habitable but like it sucked in some way like, like they're it space was like, monsters and they're awful I I was thinking more like it's extremely slippery or something <laughs> like they just keep falling down and they're like we need to live here but it sucks so much <laughs> I like or that like, because my brain was like it's the space from Annihilation and there's these weird mutated <laughs> monsters and you're like everything is coated in butter 
Yeah, it's just like, it's like vaguely uncomfortable so that people are like sort of pissed off, but they accept that they should still live on the planet. I feel like that would be very funny. Or like whatever moon or planet it is where it rains diamonds, but they don't figure this out until like a couple oh, weeks God. after they've been there and they're just like, oh God. <laughs> it's so sh- sharp and pointy. <laughs> 90% of us yeah. are dead. That would be a pretty terrible revelation. <laughs> like the worst epilogue uh, of all time is just like, and then two weeks later, the rains came. The human population was wiped out. Uh, or alternatively, and the alien species that lived on the planet was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the what is this species, colonizing bullshit? They're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> the moss, the moss attacks back. Um, my other, my next one, I suppose, uh, was that. Alternatively, instead of the sort of holy imagery um, that the 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 fraction what the fractionists <laughs> the fractionist rebels uh, employ on Key, making her the archangel, would would be if it, uh, they were like Satanists, and then she like discovered she was like the the archdemon or something, <laughs> and how that revelation would feel, it would probably just be like oh. This doesn't. This doesn't feel great. Like you are Lilith. You bring about the darkness. Like oh. and like people like whispering to her demon. She's <laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, because when they're whispering angel, it's just like, oh, she's just really hot. Like, what's nice. happening? Yeah, it just seems like seems like a good thing. Maybe <laughs> like weird, but not bad. Satan. Yeah, it's like she wakes up and there's like people like drawing <laughs> pentagrams everywhere or something. And she's just like, oh my God. <laughs> when she has that, that memory happening. flashback, it's just her like in a dark robe with like goat That would be kind on. of awesome. And then she's like, oh wait, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> <laughs> this is my this new is life now. Yeah. Yeah, that would be pretty <laughs> thrilling. Um, and then my last one was just that the Chancellor and Yasmin have a lightsaber battle Ooh. with the, the stun sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. With yeah. like, uh, Yasmin has, still has a broken wrist and uh, the Counselor has like, uh, oh her, what does she have? The the wrist thing. So oh, they, yes. they both have mm. their own thing. The force. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that would be She has a force on her side. Yeah. And then, like, Wooj in the background would be, like, <laughs> quietly humming the music. Dun, 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 dun. Have you seen the <laughs> vine that's, like, two guys, uh, so, um, oh, no, you just said it, and I can't think <laughs> of the... Star Wars. Yeah, nope. Lightsaber. Yeah, 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 there you go. I was, like, <laughs> I couldn't think of the word. I was, like, sword fighting. No, no, versus... <laughs> They're having a lightsaber battle, but they're also both playing tubas, so they're just going <laughs> and like the camera pans, and it's very clearly in some like high school beleaguered musical room because there's people just like in the corner. <laughs> so good, kind of less passionate high school students <laughs> making beautiful vines. Oh man! Um, but those were all my improvements. And so yeah, that's that's it for our discussion. And now we bring in the author. Yay! Woo. So we're gonna give Emily a call right now. Now Yay. we have Emily here. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Um, so we came up with some questions that we wanted to ask you. I mean, obviously. Yeah, we just asked you to come didn't. here so we can listen <laughs> in silence. <laughs> <laughs> to sit in just silence while we talk about your book. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, we were thinking a good one to start off with would be 
Um, so in this book, there are sort of two main characters that we get the perspectives of. Was one of them, was it always like this or did one character come to you first? Just like how did this story start forming in your mind, I guess? So it actually started with just one character. Um, Aisha was originally the only protagonist. Uh, so I started a draft of the story where I was kind of feeling my way through it. I hadn't really planned that much out, and it was all in Aisha's perspective. And she runs into this bitchy Draco Malfoy <laughs> character, uh, Key. And uh, I, yeah, I, I, you know, initially planned her to be kind of like this foil to Aisha. You know, she's the, the exactly Draco Malfoy, this rich, privileged girl who... <laughs> Uh, completely doesn't understand where Aisha's coming from or anything about how she functions. And then I got to a scene where she revealed that she was missing her memories and that um, something had gone wrong for her and she couldn't remember who she used to be completely. And I kind of realized when I hit that scene, like I pretty much put put it down immediately and, and went oh no, this is another protagonist, this is actually a really interesting part of the story, and I need to go back and actually treat her as such. And so I went and actually planned out a whole draft uh, with the two voices alternating, and that was the one that ended up working. You were like, Draco should have been a main character too! Yeah, exactly, the Harry Potter series should have been dual perspective, Harry and then Draco alternating chapters. That yeah. actually or you could have really done, awesome. uh, was it um, Twilight that had the whole book that was from Edward's perspective, so it was like the exact same book? You could just double publish every single book. <laughs> you want to buy one version? <laughs> well, it was like, now just, that goes back to like uh, Ender's Game. Version. There's there's a series oh, yeah. that, in Ender's Game that's from Bean's perspective, and it's just Ender's Game, but from this side character. So, and I really liked that series when I was a kid. That actually kind of makes sense why I did this now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. It does connect. These these themes are connected. Yeah, that's uh, really interesting. We were talking about um, the how explored the side characters are and how they seem really al alive. Were there any uh, any like side characters you'd want to explore in the future or like? I don't know, uh, expand on their roles. I know we were talking about Big Bob and we really wanted to see him again. <laughs> like, where's Big Bob? Big Bob prequel. <laughs> well, yes. I actually kind of want to do, um, I, I mean, it's not something that I, I can do. It's something that has kind of been backburnered for now. Um, but someday I would love to write about um, mm. Amar, uh, about Aisha's little brother Ooh. 10 years down the mm. line. Uh, because he has a very interesting story to tell, which I can't really go into without spoiling the whole book. Because <laughs> uh, we end up in a very different place uh, with the uh, events of the book. But um, yeah, I, I really want to uh, go into what he's thinking and feeling because he ends up kind of having, like, being raised by four giant cyborgs and he's this shrimpy <laughs> little kid and i just thought that, that would be a really fun thing to explore yeah you had that comment where she's like i'm gonna be taller than you'll yeah. ever be and it was like woo <laughs> meant well <but laughs> partially delivered <laughs> yeah and uh one of the other things we were wondering actually in in relation to um uh different books maybe a crazy theory, perhaps, but 
is this set in the same universe as um, your previous books? I know that those uh, were still on Earth, but it was on like an Earth that was quite flooded. And so I was like, maybe in the future they left and went to space. But I wasn't sure if I was just trying to connect uh, things that weren't necessarily connected. Yeah, I mean, I never intended that. I think that, like, it's definitely possible given that this is a far-flung distant uh, future and Abyss is much more near future. But I, the thing for me is, like, I don't, I don't know if you really get anything out of that. Like, there's no potential for any characters <laughs> to cross over. Everyone from the first books would be dead. Like, <laughs> too many years between them. <laughs> yeah, that's when you write the time travel book where they all interact. <laughs> yeah. Or the portals between the universes open up. I was thinking, I was yes. like, whales in space exist in at least two other sci-fi universes I know of. So, could happen. Anything I, is possible. Whales in space are my very favorite thing. Uh, there's actually a really, really good uh, book series called, uh, or the first book is called Honor Among Thieves um, by Anna Geary and Rachel Kane. Um, that is about a girl who goes to, is part of like a huma humanities outreach program to these sentient space whales that are basically also spaceships. And so she goes and she is voyaging in this ship um, and she sort of falls in love with it. It's really, really interesting. Adding um, that to my very extensive to be read list. Yes. Uh, I had a question, and this is because I, as a person, I'm always like super curious in these sci fi worlds about like, so if it's 300 years post Earth, what kind of fashions have developed? I mean, clearly, like, it's not going to be great developments in like, uh some of the lower districts i guess because they don't have that many resources but like are any like sort of hunger games first district wild fashions occurring in the richer districts <laughs> space fashion well one of the things i think like gets mentioned once in the book is uh zero gravity Ooh. balls and so, like, the, I feel like there is a massive potential to design, like, dresses that work in zero gravity that you don't get, like, oh, tangled yeah. up in or end up going up over your head and flashing the crowd. <laughs> uh, so that would be a really fun thing, a really fun fashion oh, yeah. challenge to design a dress meant to be worn in zero gravity. Nice. It kept varying well, between, like, yeah, optionable, get, like, really sci-fi fashions and, like, Dickensian orphans for, for like... Uh, the, the kids who work yeah. in the Dye Works factory. It's like, they all dress like yeah. tiny children from England. <laughs> Got these little red oh, hands. So sad. Mm -hmm. Doing all yeah. of the textile recycling, because to get fancy fashion like that over 300 years in space, you got to make sure to manage mm. your resources. That is true. And it seems like they've, they've done... <laughs> sort of okay the, the first yeah. ship has done pretty well <laughs> the other ones maybe not so much um because of the first ship uh what, what were the other questions oh i guess well i guess you sort of already answered this one um which was do you plan to write any more books in this universe so perhaps back burner back burner um, yeah back burner for so now but I do have a plan for I have I have one planned out if anybody's interested and the, the the challenge is to get enough people interested. So hopefully the book does well enough that maybe that could be a thing someday. Cool. Uh, well, another question I, I had was 
I think I asked you this last time too, but I just always find it um, interesting. Um, besides the the sort of character um, adding on key as a protagonist uh, change, were there other big changes that you made to this book since the first draft that might seem like just so totally different now um, well, reading the book as it is? Yeah, well, the first draft was uh, in the wrong order. So I actually had to pretty much immediately restructure the book after I turned it into my agent for the first time because um, I had basically stacked every major reveal that happens in the book happened in like the first three chapters in the first draft. And she was like, no, we need, we need time to breathe. These things need to be like revealed in a sensible manner and not just like all crammed in there all at once. Uh, and then even after it sold, there were some um, changes, like the character of Lopez, um, this guy who is in the control room and is helping them sneak around the warship, um, is, was not in um, the draft that sold. But my editor rightly pointed out, hey, it doesn't really make sense that they can just kind of go anywhere in this military ship where there would clearly be cameras. So we need some sort of justification for how Aisha is able to... Uh, do her on sturdy work in uh, on the Starship Dread. So I made up this character of Lopez, who ended up being one of my favorites, <laughs> because he's just this he's uh, bitter guy who's been locked in a room for 20 years time, really. and used to want to <laughs> explore planets. Yeah. Uh, I had a question. In my head, he's Michael uh, Pena. About the, um, the chapter header designs, because it was really cool how and I, it took me a while to realize this because I wasn't focusing on them but how they're kind of they're, they're kind of they're exactly opposites of each other with Aisha's kind of looking like mold and keys being stars but they're like just oh, I can't remember the term in Photoshop now but one of them the spots are white and the other one yeah there you go inverted, inverted. yeah you I've I've <laughs> taken design classes uh, they're inverses of each other, <laughs> which kind of makes them, it reflects their kind of status as complements but opposites of each other in a way. Was, uh, did that come along later in the design process or was that an idea you had earlier on? That was actually something that my yeah. publisher just did, um, and then I saw it. And was, I lost my lost my shit because I was excited, so excited. First of all, just to have like, there's so much starry like end mm. papers and starry design in the book, and I really love like having the galactic stuff oh, yeah. printed everywhere. Um, but uh, yeah, I thought that having the chapter headers be the same image but inverted was was brilliant, uh, and it ended up looking really really good. Definitely. It was cool. Um, I'm actually out of questions, yeah. but I know I you have, have one more that I really like that I want you uh, to <laughs> Was there any like particular music that you think would go well with reading this or like that you were listening to while writing this? Because I like to create like a playlist when reading books that goes with the mood. And I tried finding one for space. And the only one Apple Music gave me was Jason Derulo mm -hmm. songs. So I wondered if you had any recommendations. <laughs> Please say uh, Jason yeah. Derulo songs. <laughs> no, I have I have a whole playlist. Um, like some some stuff from the playlist that uh, I think is particularly appropriate is like li Ooh. Yellow Flicker Beat from The yeah. Hunger Games by Lord. Uh, mm. That one especially like uh, embodies a lot of especially Key's character and uh, Gasoline mm. by Halsey. Uh, 
also fits. And then let's see what else. I have. One the same by Robert DeLong. Uh, Crystals by Ooh. A Monster and Men, because that was kind of like how I visualized like the um, basically basically drifting, but the the exosystem connection, the way that everybody is in each yeah. other's heads. Um, Definitely and, all better than Jason. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Let let Jason Derulo live. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't ask for this. Yeah. There's also one song from um, the Beasts of the Southern Wild soundtrack, "Particles Ooh. of the Universe," that I mm. listened to like while writing the saddest scene in the book. You probably you probably know yeah. what I'm referring to. And I like mm -hmm. usually I'm not a like crier over my own stuff, but that song in particular made me like start to tear up. Because I was like, oh no, I'm being really mean. <laughs> but you were nice because you uh, you invented lots of nice things in their story, like Lopez helping them out. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, you were a merciful god, I think. Um, so yeah, I guess the, uh, the final question is just, if you can say what is, what is next on, on the horizon, um, if there are any other stories that that we might be hearing about soon that you can share without breaking any secret codes <laughs> with your publisher and your agent <laughs> well i've been dropping hints about this on twitter um but actually sooner rather than later sometime in the next month or so um i should have a short story going up that is related to Ooh. the abyss series um oh cool. yeah so I am very excited to share that, um, and hopefully I'll be able to give people more information soon, uh, because that is, yeah, like I said, happening pretty soon. Cool. And, uh, oh, I actually <laughs> did have one more that I forgot about. Will any of your books take place on land? Because right now you're doing a really good job avoiding it. <laughs> I I don't know. I don't like land. It's so, like, it's commonplace and straightforward. Everybody's on land. Uh, yeah, I mean, other books are on land. <laughs> I have, I, I have uh, a book in the works that is a space opera and does take place in. Uh, there is a lot of spaceship flying around, but I feel like the majority of, majority of it is on land. But nobody wants to be on land. Everybody wants to be flying all the time. So it's, it's like it's, the opposite. It's still time. like the <laughs> the impulse to to not be on land mm -hmm. is still there. Yeah, to explore. Yeah, people cannot resist. I mean, as someone who's that scared of heights, true. I would be well, fine on land. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I love land. Close I love being land on the like, ground. Yet, I'm fine. Yeah, I'll <laughs> dig. Yeah, well, thank you so much for talking to us. Is there anything else you wanted to share about this book or anything else? Any... <laughs> Any secrets you're willing to reveal, <laughs> or or not? That's fine as well. Uh, I don't have any juicy secrets right now. I'm hoping to have juicy secrets in the future, but right now I'm still uh, waiting on people to give me juicy secrets. So <laughs> I think the the juiciest good. secret is that the short story is coming. Uh, that I would I am yes. writing more abyss stuff. So <laughs> that is yes, very that is exciting to dive back cool. into. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> dive back into. <laughs> yes, I'm excited to, to check that out when it comes out. So I'm going to be creeping on your Twitter. You better believe. <laughs> Will do. But thank you so much for talking with us again. And uh, yeah, I, ca I can't wait to read 
read more stuff that um that you publish short story book whatever is next i'm excited <laughs> i'm excited too thank you so much for having me no problem <laughs> okay all right, so now we are on a slightly different schedule that we feel yep. like we should share, right? <laughs> so we will be returning in two weeks rather than one. Um, we're going to be a, a bi-weekly Except, of course, for the month now. of Halloween. Um, uh, stay tuned for announcements then because yes. there are too many horror movies. Uh, yes, it's going to but... be special. Yeah, <laughs> Halloween is a big deal <laughs> around here. <laughs> Yeah, so we're uh, we're gonna be releasing more episodes during October, um, but for now we're gonna be on the the every two week schedule, and in two weeks we will be watching and, and talking I will about try Darkest to read Minds, it. <laughs> it's uh, a which book. is yes. Oh, is there a book? Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's a movie that is coming out uh, basically the, the Friday before we'll be third. we'll yeah, be recording August that 3rd. episode. Yes, August third, um, and it's directed by Jennifer Nelson. It has Amanda? Uh, is it that actress? Yes, I couldn't remember her last name. Yep. <laughs> yes, yes. Who is like consistently the coolest Ooh, person I follow, I on, follow Instagram. on Instagram? <laughs> I feel like yes, yes. She's very cool. <laughs> um, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. So we'll be watching that movie and talking about that in two weeks. And thank you so much, as always, for listening, for tuning in. Oh, I guess I should probably be a good, responsible uh, podcasting person and do that thing where I'm like, <laughs> subscribe if you haven't already. <laughs> you can uh, listen for free on the blog. Um, you can listen for free on iTunes, and then it'll just go directly to your phone when we upload, and it's, like, super convenient. So recommend that. Um if you are if you are willing to share the very small amount of space that these podcast episodes will take, you can up on stream your phone, them. Very small you don't problems. even have to um, download them. <laughs> yeah, you you can do whatever you dream of. Um, there are many methods you can use in order to listen. But thank you for doing whatever method you're currently doing and listening. And we will be back in two weeks. What should our sign off be? Don't. Though? Huh? <laughs> associate with any party if you're in a sci-fi or fantasy movie or novel yeah or just take the third life. option always take Even. the third option take take every you know like you can be uh you can believe many things that a group believes but also recognize that you don't have to believe everything they believe and you can still you know maintain your individuality and your compassion for others and not destroy <laughs> and the remember, universe. Remember, murder is bad. <laughs> do not do it. <laughs> yes. Yes, don't do it, even if it's for the greater good, quote unquote. It's not for the greater good if you have to sacrifice. <laughs> I'm sure it. many of so, our listeners are in the position that, to make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if you ever take over the world, just At remember to, to be nice. It'll make that your reign true. last longer. <laughs> yes. Especially if you're nice to us. Um, be nice just to everyone. Kidding. We, we will be back. Let's be nice to everyone. Um, nope, we will two be weeks. back next. Nope, two weeks. In two weeks. We will be back in two weeks. Thank Bye. you again. And goodbye. Goodbye.
Wow. <laughs>